Welcome to Wisdom's Echo. I'm Jessica Wright, and I'm sharing a thought for the day. Wow, we just came out of having the NEST Conference, the annual NEST Conference, which had to be rescheduled a couple of times thanks to everything going on in the world with COVID-19. And it's very sad because we weren't able to see all of our friends from all over the world. And we're used to everybody coming together, and it's like a week-long party, really. And just coming in together and seeing all of the family all together is just an awesome and exciting time. This year looks quite different. We had to do it all online, and but it was orchestrated so well. Grant and Sam did a wonderful job organizing all of it, and you know, all of the different time zones. We had New Zealand, they got up and they were doing things at 5 a.m. every day. And then South Africa, they were finishing off their day at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. So it all went according to Alabama time, which that's where I live. And we began our days at 12 p.m. and ended at 6 p.m. So it was kind of to our benefit of in that. And we had some people here with us, too, that traveled from different places in the States, But it's still, even though we all weren't together in person, it still felt like we were all together. And even in the worship, when we were worshiping, it was just so powerful just to think about how all over the world at the same time, we were all engaging together. And, you know, the first service when we were first beginning, I was kind of I was excited, but yet I was bummed because everybody wasn't there. It was just, everything is surreal. You know, we've all had to improvise this year one way or the other. You know, there are so many people getting married this year and they had to change things. I've seen people have to do Zoom weddings and, you know, just so many different things. You drive by showers. That's a new thing here. And, you know, some in some ways I like it, in some ways I don't, you know, but Everything is having, we're having to pivot in the way that we do things for now. And some things might carry on, hopefully not with not being able to see my international friends, but just carrying on with doing some things different, which is needed. I mean, I have to admit, I do kind of like social distancing in some ways. When I'm standing at the grocery store checkout line, somebody's not standing right up next to me. I have some room. I kind of like that. You know, when I'm eating, someone's not right over my shoulder. That's kind of nice. However, you know, I feel for the restaurant owners, for us, our restaurants are still at 50% capacity. Now, some restaurants are not even open, so I'm thankful that ours are open. But I feel for the owners that are trying to, you know, they're trying to make it, and they're at 50% capacity. I can't even imagine. But... We're all having to shift and pivot and, you know, it's just, it's different times. So I, I knew going into the conference, it was going to be different. And, but yet I had an excitement because Yahweh is still, he is still in charge, you know, and he's still on the throne. And when we began worship, I just, I felt it. You know, I felt everyone around the world. And we started singing our song, Frequency. And we got to the part, it says, um, Make your frequency, make your sound, 
Let it resonate from the ground. But then there's another part where it says, Let it reach through the heavens and across the globe. Let it reach the cosmos. Your story must be told. And, you know, we sang, we sang that song actually for the first time at conference the last year um, in 2019. You know, we sang across the globe, and I felt like it was so powerful when we were singing it then. But in that moment, this time, when we are singing, let it reach through the heavens and across the globe. At that moment, across the globe, we were all engaging and we were all worshiping Yahweh and releasing the frequency of heaven at the same time. So we didn't all come together to Mobile and released the sound from Alabama, you know, we were all releasing the frequency of heaven at the same time across the globe. And wow, I was just, I became so emotional because all of a sudden I realized, whoa, you know, Yahweh always sees the bigger picture. You know, we're upset we can't be together, but yet we were together for sure in spirit, which Next time around, I really hope together in person. But it was just so powerful. And I believe that it was just appointed. That time was appointed and it was full of purpose. But so that's some things that we've been we've been doing and it was just incredible. And if you want to if you missed the conference online, it's still just as powerful. We watched all of the sessions on the big screen and it was awesome, but you can still check it out at the nest and the foundation nest.com. And you can still purchase the conference and it has all of it. I believe it has the worship on there also, but the speakers and the words that were brought forth were just powerful and life-changing. So I totally, I recommend it is worth your investment is worth the trade because if it was given to you for free, then you wouldn't know the value of it. And this is not even, there's more value on it than even the trade that you give for it. But you can't, we can't expect to be freeloaders and just expect everybody to give us something. We need to trade with intention. And, you know, that's something that I'm learning. You know, I never want to be a freeloader. I always want to you know, trade into what I'm believing in and for Yahweh to, you know, transform in my life, not just expect a handout, just go for it and give it my all. And even in my finances, that's like the biggest deal to so many people, you know, is, you know, your heart a lot of times is where your money is, where your money is, there your heart is. (laughs) Although you'll see that like in my family, we spend the most money on food. So maybe because we have a teenage boy that eats all the food. I don't know. But anyways, just so many fun things going on. And here um, in Alabama at Gates of Zion, our, our church, our house here, we are celebrating 30 years in ministry. And I mean, that's a huge deal. And my dad is the pastor here, Aaron Smith, him and my mom. And they are just steadfast. And we have been, you know, preparing. I'm on staff here at the church and we've been getting ready for it. And we started just listening to all of these different songs. And really we have a bunch of albums that we've recorded 
over the years. And I've, I've talked about this before. We never recorded albums so that we could be famous <laughs> or anything like that. Um, we were just getting the sound out. And when I began to write songs, gosh, when I was 18, maybe, we began recording these albums. And I don't even know how many we have, but we, we started going through all the albums because we wanted to just kind of tell a story of where we've come because our songs are written from the word that's coming forth in the house here. And of course, it was a little bit painful to hear some of our old songs. I sounded like I sucked helium and I'm singing up here. And obviously my voice has gotten lower because now I like to sing lower. Maybe it's the having children. I don't know. But it was strange to go back and listen and rehearse. But yet amazing when you go back. Like when I, I began writing these songs, I was young, single. I mean, I'm still young. Hallelujah. But I know that at that moment, when I was writing those songs and the desires of my heart and the cry of my heart, you know, at that time, I was believing for my husband, my future husband, you know, and I was learning to fall in love with Yahweh. And just hearing those songs and rehearsing those songs again, it reminded me of where I was and what I was believing for that I'm walking in and living in now. You know, and then there's other albums that we recorded for a while there. Every time we recorded an album, I was pregnant again, which it's interesting when you're pregnant and you try to sing because it does mess up your hormones, mess up your vocal cords, your vocal range. And it just so happened almost every time I was pregnant that we recorded an album. And it wasn't on purpose. We were just releasing the sound. But you know, just my desires and the things that I prayed for and believed for in my life um, that happened, that Yahweh brought those, the cry of my heart, you know, the things that I cried out for, I'm living in. I'm living in the blessings. I'm living in His promise over me, His promises over me, the things that I dreamed of, this man of Yahweh that would love me with everything in Him and would provide and protect me and and children to raise and just everything that I cried out for, I'm living in. And, and I've talked about this before of how, you know, we, we pray about something and then Yahweh answers that prayer. He gives that to us. And then we move on to the next thing we, that we want. Okay, well, now I want this and all this kind of stuff. And we just keep moving on to the next thing. But I want to challenge you today to learn to embrace the blessing that is already upon you, to to rehearse Yahweh's goodness, because He is so good and He is faithful to not move on to the next thing that you're asking Him for, but just to enjoy the little things that are big enjoy everything about him. And when you're focused on him, then everything else, all the blessings continue to pour. And to not, I challenge you to not be selfish too, of only thinking about yourself and your prayers and, you know, what you're believing for. But I challenge you to just quit looking at what's around you and just keep your eyes on him 
Because when you do that, that's when the blessing pours out. That's when the favor comes. No matter what, if you have your eyes focused on Him and you're engaged in Him, that is where you find your peace. That's where the blessings find you and they overtake you. So don't rush to the next thing and just enjoy what Yahweh has already done for you, which is proof that He is faithful. He is so faithful and He is true to His word. So that's what I want to encourage you. Just rehearse His goodness in your life. It reminds me of when the people of Israel were rebuilding the second temple. And as the foundation was laid, they would sing, Your faithful love endures forever. Your faithful love endures forever. And just remembering his faithful love and as the foundation was laid. I mean, that is so powerful. And we we wrote a song with that in it because I, I just wanted to rehearse Yahweh's faithfulness. And so I want to sing that over you right now for you to be able to rehearse about him. Your faithful love endures forever. 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 Amen. His faithful love endures forever. May the blessings of Yahweh overtake you as you are engaged in Him and focused on Him. Shalom.